prepare to laugh. It's the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Welcome to episode 15 of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I am Ginger Boy, I'm your host this week. This week we are joined by the usual guys, Jack of Heart. Yo. Yo, it's short and sweet, how I like it. And then we are joined by my rival, my lover, my everything, Knuckles. <laughs> Hello, baby. Ow! That's all I had to respond with. All right. So uh, that was quick intros. Holy crap! I don't know what to, I don't know how to segue out of that now. Um, let's start with the topics. Start, no, <laughs> normally like we, we like we discuss for a few minutes how what we've been doing or what's been going on. And then we like then we just kind of naturally slide into what's going on or what we've been playing. This well, week we're not doing. I have it. been uh, I have been painting lately. Yeah. So. You've been painting? That's that's not interesting at all. So let's let's just go with what we've been playing. Yeah, I've been I've been taking a lot of the fumes overwhelming me because my windows won't open and the one window that does open has a huge hornet's nest in it. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> what you do is you just smack it with a stick a couple times and they'll go away. Well, I'm allergic uh-huh. to fuck. If, if I get stung, I'm pretty much dead. If I don't get to the hospital, it'll finally, oh this will be finally be my show. <laughs> Is the nest inside your freaking apartment? No, it's um. Well, I don't think you know this, but I'm moving, and I'm in the process of moving, so I'm having to paint my room at the okay at the new place. And oh. one of my windows won't open, and the one that yeah. does doesn't have a little protecting screen on it. it so, like up in the little corner, there's this, this huge hornet's nest. Oh. And uh, I had to find some way to kill it, so kind of lifted up the. No, no stick. I, had, I got some hornet spray, lifted up the fucking window a tad bit, sprayed it, slammed it, locked it. That's the way to go. And, oh. and I saw like I saw twenty of them like drop dead, and about five more fly off. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. We had to do that. We we actually <laughs> when I moved in with some friends, we moved, we moved into this older house that like no one's been in for like a year. And there was this huge hornet net, hornet nest, kind of the same way where like there was no screen on the outside. So like, and so the windows haven't been open forever. Yeah. So we've actually just pretty much got this, you know, like a cleaning bottle and just put a bunch of weird cleaning supplies in it, just kind of mix some stuff together, and like just put it in a spray yeah. bottle. Like we kind of slid the thing up just enough so we could put the little spray hose through it. It just freaking split. Yeah, I didn't have a spray oh. hose, so I had to lift it up a little. Higher. Oh no! So we just like we we just shot it up. And just like basically just slammed it shut as quick as we could, and then basically the same thing happened. A bunch of them dropped dead, the rest flew off and never never came back. Oh, we I had a couple of them try to dare to come back. Yeah. What we do is you want to just put yeah. the, the cleaning like put the crap all around the windowsill. That way, like the whole thing. Yeah. Is, make it like a repel. Yeah. That's what we did. That way, but, uh, come back. Well, we I did that, and then. And I was like, okay, this idiot's still coming back. So, eat once. <laughs> so, two of them decided to come back. I lifted up hot again, sprayed them both, dropped it. One just started twitching. <laughs> he just started twitching for about 30 minutes and fell over. Knuckles raped it. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Wow. All right. You know, I got a beast nest story of my own as well, if you guys want to hear this a Go little ahead. bit. Well, 
when I moved up to this uh, house that I'm running right now, was like last February, we uh, moved in a bunch of our stuff, and while I was mowing the lawn like one uh, afternoon, I noticed that there's something like really peculiar on the side of the house. So I check it out, and there's this huge-ass wasp's nest. It was so big, it was like somewhat to a damn soccer ball. I mean, I oh, was just was wondering one of the why. Formed tiles. Oh yeah, it was one of those fully formed type of nests and stuff where it was just like it was hanging on pretty much like uh, solidly from like the roof. And <laughs> when, you, when you see this nest, this thing was—it literally was a full-on like wasp's nest, right? So what we did, we called up the realty place. They come by like around uh, six or seven o'clock at night, you know, when they're like supposed to be like away, pretty much not being so active. So what's he do? He goes up. He takes a ladder. He like he tells my mom, it's like, you know, uh, that's a pretty damn big nest. You know, I was like, yeah, I know, I know. So he goes up. He cuts down the nest, right? He puts it in a garbage sack, puts it in the back of his truck, and he goes off, right? And uh, ever since then, we've just had little bits of like not only just yellow jackets, but like wasps just like running around the thing. It got so bad that where we have to had put. Like a couple of bee killer things, right? So we go up to Walmart. We buy a couple of these uh, wasp, like wasp traps, supposedly yellow jacket wasp traps. These things don't work. Are you talking about the nets? Are you talking about the little fucking like sticky pads or whatever? No, I'm talking about the huge old like uh, the the type of things that you hang from the hook and stuff, and they're supposed to go in but not go out. Yeah, those things didn't work too well. So we go up to our local store. We buy this like uh, bee hotel type of thing. In the matter of, like, a week, we got about, like, uh, 10 or 15 of those freaking things, like, just stuck inside <laughs> of it. <laughs> That's awesome. Alright, so let's get on to uh, what, what, what we've been playing. Uh, let's go ahead and start off with uh, Jack. What have you been playing, buddy? Speaking of killer bees, let's go to... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I just queen. got a... Never mind, I'm not going to do Queen. Never mind. Oh man, when Knuckles said Killer B and stuff, I am just thinking about that freaking Naruto thing. Anyway, anyway, this is pretty much what I've been playing here. I've been playing, I've been playing a random assortment of things, really. Since our last podcast, I had a chance to not only invest inside Mario and Luigi Dream Team for the 3DS, but I had a chance to buy Nino Kuni for 20 bucks. So, I I played a little bit... Oh man, Needle Cooney is a really fun game. I only spent like maybe a couple hours into it, but it's just the type of game where I'm just engrossed inside the story. I mean, the gameplay aspect's pretty cool, but it's early on to a point where I haven't really established, oh hey, you know what, I'm not too sure where this is going to take me, but I'm really liking it so far. Um, so, okay. It is a Japanese RPG, so it has become yeah. impossible. No, no, it's not really impossible yet. I mean, I know, yeah, because most Japanese RPG games, like, it's like, oh, this is a good game. This game is fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's not like Final Fantasy Thirteen, where you just spend like the first ten hours or so just trying to do tutorials, and then uh, when the bulk of the game comes up, it's like, oh, hey, um, that was really unnecessary. No, this this game is really fun. Where you know. The battles are conducted in a way where it's not like... It's just basically type of like Chrono Trigger type of battle increases where you can go, you can like uh, 
encounter certain types of monsters, like, randomly, like you want to. I mean, I like random battles, like, in a sense, like, old Final Fantasy games, but random in ton- in terms of, uh, okay, there are monsters scrolling on the overhead map and stuff. You want to fight them? Go on ahead. It has, like, just the typical JRPG, like, quests. Like, okay, like, find this person. Okay, now get this specific key item and stuff and go here or go there. But, uh, yeah, the first couple hours in, I've just, like, got to maybe level 6 or 7. But, uh, other than that, let's see, I've played Mario Luigi, which I've actually spent, like, upwards to about 7 hours playing. I've really enjoyed a lot of the puzzle elements inside the game so far. It's another RPG. I got it for about 40 bucks. Let's see, I think the story is, yeah, it's, it's a Mario game, so you don't really pay too much attention to the story things. But there are a lot of funny quirks and stuff, especially when you try to progress through certain levels. Kind of like Paper Mario, like everything where they have like kind of like that. To it. But, like but the whole concept of this uh, game revolves around Luigi, like going in and out of Luigi's dreams. Let me guess, Super Luigi U? No, no, Super Luigi U is just uh, is just like an extension of New Super Mario Bros. U. Yeah, DLC. But this game. Yeah, it's DLC. It's forty dollars DLC. No, it's not. It's twenty. No, 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 no. That game is twenty dollars digitally on yeah, the Wii U. I'm talking about. This is for 3DS. This is for 3DS. This is from the Mario and Luigi game. It's an RPG that started on the GBA. It's an RPG. So you have the simplistic RPG-like gameplay from that series, which you know the simple A and B button type of counters plus. Uh, it's just a basic RPG that pretty much is a gateway if you want to start off. It's a beginner type of RPG novels. So, basically the whole concept behind this game is just to uh, go into Luigi's dreams and stuff and try to rescue these particular citizens called, like, P. Illos. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of funny because uh, Luigi just falls asleep just like that, and whenever like he sleeps on these particular type of rock pillows, he has these uh, loose, like, uh, almost like uh, elusive type of uh, dreams to where uh, Mario can actually enter inside his dreams, encounter the dream version of uh, Luigi to have him, like, help out against random bosses and this and that. But you can use Luigi in terms of, like, uh, say you want to get, like, a platform that's out far away. Okay, the bottom touchscreen manipulates Luigi in a way where you can actually get him to uh, get certain platforms on the forward screen. Like, say you want to tickle his nose, right? You tickle his nose, he's going to sneeze. And when that happens... Like, uh, the certain thing you're controlling inside the dream world, like, acts as a fan to blow the platforms, like, forward huh. to you. So that's that's just one example of the puzzles. There's many more type of things like that, which I think are pretty cool and creative. Nice. But, yeah, it's pretty fun, and I would think it'd be worth it just uh, for anyone to just try out. But I have one more game that I wanted to talk about before uh, I let you guys do your thing. I played for free the Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles. <laughs> I actually played through all of it. I, I actually uh, picked that up a couple days ago. Like digitally? Yeah, digitally. Or... I got it for free. I'm not going to pay 20 bucks for that game. I wouldn't game. pay $5 for that game. Well, you know what? That game would be a lot more better if I would have just bought it on the Wii and just used the motion control aspect because, for crying out loud, if you try to use a regular controller for a light gun game, you're not gonna you got have the a lot move. of fun with it. <laughs> I don't want to use the PlayStation Move. I mean, you gosh. got the PlayStation Gun. 
the PlayStation gun. Yeah, there's like the game with like uh what is it, Tom Cross's Four? Yeah, that's for the for the move, yeah. Oh. <laughs> what for the move? I was not aware it came of out this. like it came out like five years before the move. Oh, okay. Well there was that Time was Crisis a... game that launched with the move that came with the gun too. Well the time, I'm cool. talking about the Tom Cro- the Tom Cross's game like that was way before the move. Oh. Okay. Okay, well, getting back to Resident Evil here, this game just basically consists of, uh, like, about four camp, like, four various campaigns worth of uh, Resident Evil games, judging from, like, Resident Evil Zero, the first one, the third one, and I'm thinking the last one's Revelations or something like no, that. No, it's, that's the one that came out for the Wii, like, six years ago, right? Um, yeah, this like is the exact same. Yeah, this is, it has... This exact same yeah, version. I have that. Only, uh, I still have that, I think. Only it has like it has like zero, three, four. Uh, three. It does it have three, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah, four. zero through four. It does not have the second really? one. Really? It does not have Leon Kennedy at all inside this thing, which four, is kind of surprising. Oh, okay. Because uh, this is supposed to be like uh, the whole reason why that is not in oh, there is the because Leon it, one is the dark. Dark Side Chronicles, yeah. Oh. yeah. So, basically, these are like HD ports of uh, the Wii games that came out all those years ago. And so, you it, it just basically begins where each and every little campaign, you have about three set stages where you have to go through, and it varies like from about 5 or 15 minutes, resorting, like, if you're having trouble with any bosses, like, in a couple of the stages. But I, after I completed all this thing, I was just getting frustrated and kind of getting bored. Yep. The last thing I played was uh, this Albert Wesker-like uh, thing for the last campaign, where I had to face off against these two, these two like gray type of uh, dudes with these trench coats and like the the green, like the blue and the orange visor, Tires. which I jokingly call them, which I jokingly call them Jordy, like Jordy Orange and Jordy Blue because they look like freaking Jordy from Star Trek, <laughs> only with gray skin. But it went through a sequence you where... Are talking about the tyrants? I, no. No, the tyrants are separate, like, different. These are, like, two separate, uh... This is different from the tyrant and stuff from Resident Evil. This is, like, you know, original Resident Evil. So they go through these sequence of attacks where they're trying to charge at you, and I'm trying to line up my shots and stuff with a shotgun in order to try to get them in the head, since that's their weakness. Oh my god, I literally spent like about a half an hour, maybe 45 minutes just trying to memorize the sequence, just doing that and just finally getting, like, actually killing them, and all that. I'm playing on easy, mind you, because, oh man, if I were playing it on a higher difficulty, I would probably would not have finished this game, because the controls are so frustrating with a controller. But uh, other than that, yeah... Yeah, I would not recommend <laughs> playing that game on the PSN. Yeah, that's a terrible <laughs> game. I've got it on the Wii. The only reason I still have it, it's the only game I think I actually have on the Wii anymore. Only because, only really? because it, it's like, the, like they offered me like 30 cents for it. So I was like, <laughs> they offered you 30 like, cents like, for that like damn game? Like two years ago, yeah. I bought it like I bought it for like 20 bucks like four years ago or something. Uh, well, funny, were the motion uh, controls good for that? Uh, it was okay. <laughs> the game still wasn't all that fun either way, though. Well, that's... That's funny because I was trading in several games a couple days ago for GTA Five. Yeah, and uh, Mag was one of them. The guy at game Mag? told me, "Yeah, Mag was one of them." <laughs> the guy told oh me, "He's like, God. yeah, we can't take this." I was like, "Yeah, it's not even worth the penny." I was like, "I think I might know why." 
<laughs> yeah. Like, as soon as he said oh so, God. I remember it was like, oh, yeah, they shut the servers off. For that oh, game. really? That's funny. <laughs> it's just basically useless, that game. If, yeah, All if right. you buy that game now, you're an idiot. Well, like, you're I don't yeah. even sell that game anymore, though. Oh, they still sell it on PSN. Really? That's yes, hilarious. I can thought you at least they did. You can go to. You can go to. No, there's no box. Oh my there. god, that's hilarious. Like it was a fun <laughs> game. If uh, though, if uh, when PS PlayStation went down, yeah, if they were to give that game away for free, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah that that game that would have boosted the game, the people playing it. And maybe mm-hmm. the company wouldn't wouldn't have went bankrupt, and maybe uh, it'd be still going on today. Who knows? Probably. But after that game got support, God, dude, that, the game was fun. It was just too little, too late, though. Yeah. Anyways, though, let's, you, you said you got GTA Five, so talk about it. What do you think? Well, Kingdom Hearts One Point Five HD is great. That's great. <laughs> No, uh, G- uh, yeah, I've been playing uh, GTA Five, and that game is beautiful. I thought Saints Row Four was beautiful, but that was nothing compared to GTA Five. Um, uh, my one biggest complaint—it's not really a complaint; it mainly is the driving. I'm so out of touch with Grand Theft Auto driving; it's ridiculous and. Coming, coming out of Centro, which I really didn't drive much. There's no point in driving. <laughs> There's no point in driving in that except, game. Except for when you have <laughs> story to. Missions. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, except for when you have to in the beginning of the game when you don't have power. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, it's, God, I'm speechless when it comes to talking about that game. <laughs> My biggest, that good, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I love it. The, my least favorite character, though, is when I, from when I actually thought from the beginning before it was even released was Trevor, the balding, uh, redneck-looking one. Yeah, he... Uh, I, don't really, I don't know how to get into it without spoiling it. Don't spoil anything. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, essentially, he is a... Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's good. Uh, I wanna. I can't wait till Grand Theft Auto Online comes out so I can get a group of people and ha- do hoss with. You know what's kind of funny? I know a My couple friend. Quick, get rich quick schemes. <laughs> what's funny is uh, my one of my friends a couple days ago, like when the game came out, he sends me this. Uh, Message it came out Facebook. yesterday, by the way. Oh, well, hell, it seems like a couple days ago. <laughs> anyway, he sends me this picture that he bought the game and stuff, and uh, he just like, oh, man, I got this game and stuff, because him and I used to play a lot of Grand Theft Auto 4 online, because we just randomly just love to just mess around and shit. So, uh, with all that said and done, it's like, I thought, oh, man, it's like, that online component thing's not going to be on until, like, October and stuff. I haven't heard back from him yet, but... Uh, October David, 1st. I want to get that game. Get October it. October 1st. Get it. Uh, I was playing the single player and uh, random events happened during the day. And it turns out this event was uh, one of those uh, security trucks that carries money. Uh-huh. So I had my tow truck 
I pulled over in front of it, stopped, tried to pick it up, couldn't, which found out you can't really do it with a tow truck. And I was like, oh, man, there goes half my <laughs> house schemes. Well, picked it up, uh, I stopped right in front of it, preventing it from going any further. Uh, pulled out my shotgun, blew the driver away, got in, went underground to this little underground car storage area. Uh, just peppered it with shotgun shells until it decided to catch on fire. <laughs> blew, it blew up, got the briefcase out of the back, got free 6k. Um, got one level. I just st- stayed in that, uh, car garage. Uh, got, I stole one of the cars, parked in the corner. Three cop cars came in. Like, I, I just stayed there. Like, they just turned around, drove out. Nice. <laughs> that sounds really freaking crazy. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. It's, that game's great. That's good. Glad you're Bye. glad to hear you liking it. So, um, I bought I, I bought a big uh, big thing. Me, not not GTA Five. It's in my hands as we speak. I went up the, on f- this past weekend and bought myself a 3DS XL. Awesome, yeah. man! How you enjoying it? Oh, I am that? loving it. I actually went up and um, I traded a bunch of games actually at GameStop. And uh, I like the guy's like, I'll give you seventy dollars of credit, but if you pre-order a game right now, I'll give you you get an extra thirty percent. I'm like, well, how much do I got put down? It's like five dollars. Like, all right, so you're gonna give me you're gonna give me twenty five dollars in credit to put five dollars down on, on a game. He's like, yeah, okay. So I put five so awesome. I put five dollars down on Watch Dogs, <laughs> and so I got so I got like ninety dollars in credit. So I bought you know I bought the three SXL, then I got um, Louis, uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, and that awesome. game is. Fan freaking tastic! I yeah, I am addicted to this guy. I didn't pick. I didn't really start playing it until uh, a couple days ago, and but I I have been. I put about four or five hours into it the last few weeks. It's or the last you know, couple days, I guess. And this game is actually really, my only complaint with it is I mean if you, if you play Luigi Mansion or you haven't uh, came up the first one was on GameCube. It's basically Luigi. Yeah, there's like these ghosts in this mansion, and Luigi goes in with like a vacuum cleaner. And has to suck up all the ghosts and get all the ghosts out of there. And there's bosses and things of that nature. And there's puzzles. And my only real complaint with this one is, is um, if you my for for the 3D effect, the only way that the 3D really works on it is if like you're looking straight at the at the screen. And if it moves to the left or the right or kind of tilt it a little bit, it kind of gets all blurry and everything like that. The 3D effects do, so you can't really see what's going on. But the issue with that is, is um, when you want to like move the can- you want to move the uh, the vacuum when he's when he's trying to suck up ghosts or anything like that, you have to, like you can do it with the D pad, but it's easier with move- you have to move the you can move the console around or the the 3ds around to kind of point the point uh-huh. the vacuum where you want it to go. And when you're doing that, if you're trying to play the 3D, it gets all blurry and like it kind of messes with my eyes a little bit. I don't like that. So that's my complaint is you can't really use the 3D. They can't really use the 3D effects on it. Um, but I would say it's definitely a buy. Um, I also picked up Mario Kart 7, um, and proving to myself once again that I am a god of Mario Kart. Uh, another great game. <laughs> now, now I kind of wish I didn't pick up Kingdom Hearts just so I could take you off that pedestal. You will we'll never take me on that pedestal. <laughs> That's one game you'll never defeat me at. Um, so I don't really, you know, it's... Are you sure? Because every game I defeated you, I said you couldn't defeat. I couldn't defeat you. You defeated me in, Yu- in Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> That's all you defeated me in. 
Yu-Gi-Oh, Call of Duty. We, did, we play on a team together. You can't defeat me in Call of Duty. <laughs> we, God, you just making crap up. Alright, so anyway. Alright, what's the point of the score system if I can't. The point is the win. The point is the win. Well, I'd get a better score too if I camped all the time. Anyways, so once again, I am awesome in Mario Kart. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you bitching when I was trying to save. When I saved your ass. Well, I actually move around the map. Anyways, so back to what we're talking about. So Mario Kart, um, also another big thumbs up for me. And then actually the game that. I enjoyed the most out of the three I bought was Super Mario 3D Land, which I believe, um, I'm not sure how old uh, it is, I, I think it came out right around the launch of the console. Yeah, actually it wasn't until like about, uh, I think it was December of 2011 okay. that it came out. So it was, it was, so it was quite oh, a so ways. About six, seven months after, because it came out like, like spring of 11. Yeah, yeah, if that game had came out around the launch, people wouldn't be complaining well, there was a Mario funny. game that there was either it was new either New Super Mario Brothers two or that one that came out at launch. I think it must have been. No, you got the better yeah. one. There was you got the uh, better one. Well, there there was no 3D. There was no Mario game around the 3DS. Oh, okay, launch. I thought there was one. You're correct. There was yeah. one at launch. Okay, well, my bad. No. I thought the other one was on launch. All right, but anyway, Super Mario 3D Land. Um, so I picked that one up used at uh, GameStop. But the crazy thing is, it's still thirty eight dollars used and forty dollars new. GameStop, I don't want... What's the point of buying used? Buy, buy it used, I mean, just for... I'll to explain later. But um, that game, I I flew through that in pretty much, I think, like, three days. And I'm not the biggest, like, Mario guy out there, like, as far as the side-scroller. I enjoy them, but I don't love them. But this one, I mean, it's yeah. cool. Cause it's, so it's it's kind of like the side-scroller, more, more top-down almost. And... Um, it's, you can go backwards and forwards, and the whole map is 3D. And I, I just love this game. Um, the 3D, like just, <laughs> with just all the cool. Like there's this one level in the game that I'm like it's like in level World Four or Five, where like okay. you have to, you can't play without the sound on or without the sound. Well, you, the sound has to be on for you can like play this level. So it yeah. goes like the like the the platforms you jump on go go away like appear and disappear with a with a rhythm. Of the music playing, so it's 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 really cool. So like sometimes it might go this like the first one, the first platform you might jump on is on the first the first beat, but then maybe the next one, the first one pops up, the first platform you jump up is on the third beat. You know, it's just kind of yeah. a, it was oh that was a that was a, just a good 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 level, but I actually ended up I flew through it. Um, I actually ended up beating it uh, last night. I was actually talking to Knuckles last night when I did it. Uh, yeah and. So I took it up today, and I just, you know, the reason I bought it used is so I, is so I can return it. Because with GameStop, they have, like, you can return used games that you purchased within seven days and get all your money back. So I did that, basically got a free rental out of a really great game, and I put the $40 I spent towards Watch Dogs. A $40 down payment for a free rental. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but, hey, but no, then I took all that money. And I put it towards my Watch Dogs pre-order. So now my Watch Dogs is almost... It's like I have $45 on my Watch Dogs now. So there's that. Awesome, so I'm okay man. with that. I'm, I'm willing to put... I was going to spend the $40 either way, I guess. So so I got well, you know to game in November. Well, you know what's uh, good about Super Mario Brothers, Like Super Mario 3D Land and stuff is... Uh, the first half of the game... Like, not just the first half, but... Uh, pretty much the first part about the game... Seems kind of easy to an extent... Yeah. But uh, once you beat the game, and then it uncovers more 
and the levels get progressively difficult, mm-hmm. that is perhaps one of the best aspects of a Mario game that I have played since, like, Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. And I really, really enjoy that game. And that, 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 was, <laughs> that was kind of an issue I had with the game up until, like, pretty much, like, midway through World 7. There's, there's like, eight, or eight, eight worlds, and there's another world that has just two levels on it. And... The like pretty much halfway through World Seven, I think I may may have died six or seven times combined, and then pretty much from like the last four or five levels, I think I I think I died like thirty times. I think I, I probably probably <laughs> yeah. fifteen of those was on the last level though. Yep, that sounds Basically, familiar. Was, God, that was so freaking that last. It was like fifteen. It was probably ten fifteen minute long level, and if you died, you had to start all over again. So it was, Damn, oh, was there a checkpoint. There was a checkpoint in the middle. But the whole the whole level was probably like twenty five minutes long, so you you got a Damn. checkpoint about midway through. So it was probably yeah, I wouldn't say fifteen minutes. It was probably like the last ten minutes. You probably had to keep replaying over and over again. It was frustrating, but it was it wasn't one of those things where it was the game's fault. It was just my fault, kind of thing where I I made a bad jump or things of that nature. So I, you know I'm, I'm not mad at the game. It was frustrating at times, but it was something like it wasn't like ridiculously hard. It was just kind of it was a fast pace. And it was kind of like you, you know you kind of learn as you go throughout the level and you get a little bit better every time you play it. So that's just, I ended up just flying through that and beating that last night. And Knuckles heard me cursing throughout the last hour of that. <laughs> but that, that's a phenomenal game. I if you don't have a th- 3DS or you do have a 3DS and you haven't played um, Super Mario 3D Land. Uh, Get that. There, if you don't have, if you have a 3DS and you're not playing this game, I don't know why you have a 3DS. That's a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. All right, so we are done with uh, which we've been playing. So, Wait, you got something to say, Knuckles? Uh, well, uh, I did, but I forgot. <laughs> but uh, you, you're talking about something earlier in the show about what was on direct. Oh, it wasn't. No, it was before the show started. But um, so Nintendo. Released their Nintendo Direct conference. They do these ones probably, I think, it's a little more frequently now. But they do about, it seems like this is like their eighth or ninth this year. I know of. But they release them on, it's basically like many press conferences they do about specific titles or just upcoming things and stuff like that. It's basically their way to announce stuff. And you can watch them on, like, if you have a Wii U or a 3DS, you can watch them on, on that console. And I was over at my buddy's house, and we were, we were watching it. it just I believe it just released today. And yeah. this one was talking about, um, like, to do about the Wii. They have, like, a Wii Fit U coming out for it. And then, um, yeah, it's not, I don't really care about that. I don't think most people do at this point. <laughs> but the big thing, the big news was, is that they were releasing the Wii Sports games, but in HD. And it has some online stuff where you can compare stuff with friends or other people online. You can, you know, like, kind of uh, scoring charts, uh, leaderboards. Leaderboards. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, really? so that's cool. And, but... It was at my buddy's house. I, I didn't. I didn't catch the, first, the beginning of it. We were talking about it, and he's explaining to me before we started up again. He's just like, "Yeah, it's really cool, man. So you can buy all five sport. You can buy all at two dollars a piece, and get the whole or get the whole thing for ten bucks." I'm like, "Oh, that's really cool. You know, it, it, it's a, it came with the console when you bought it in 2006. So, and it's yeah. it's HD with the leaderboards. I'm willing to pay ten dollars for it, or even I mean, because four out of the five games I enjoyed, all of them but golfing really. Um, but you know, so anyways, we we're watching the video. And at the end, it says $10 per software. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, I'm like, that's not $10 altogether. That's $10 per sport. 
He's like, no, no, it's no, I'm like, no, dude, like, look at it. Like, and we, he paused it, and we were, he was reading the thing, and it says, no, uh, per saw, like, it was like, I can't remember the exact word, but basically said that it, they're $9.99 a piece. And he's like, that, I'm worse, I'm like, that, I mean, to me, I don't understand that. It's like, this literally came with the console in 2006. This is a seven year old game. All, how much was the Wii? 250. Our, technically, yeah. that was a two dollar, two hundred fifty dollar yeah, game. That, that, yeah. So, so, <laughs> so if you look at like that, fifty dollars ain't that big of a deal. Yeah, but I mean, this is a seven year old game we're talking about, though. That, that's not even really. It's just like yeah. it's not like uh, a reimagining of Kingdom Hearts. Like it's not HD, and they, you know, I mean, like one, you know, Kingdom Hearts one point five, where they, they it, it's a forty hour game. And it's got a huge story and everything to it. This is it, it, the the one point five added diff, more stuff. Yeah, to it, so. that's what I mean, though. But then you look at like this is Wii Sports, and it's very minimal. Like there's not much to it. There's not a lot to it. It's just you can play tennis. You could. It, it's just you play a match of tennis. There isn't a story mode. There isn't a big thing. You just play tennis. You want you can do a home run derby in baseball. You can have a boxing match. And they're like three three-minute rounds. You can you can play golf, and it's just a few it's a few holes. And then they, what's the other one I'm missing here? Like golf, boxing, tennis, baseball, Bueller, ping pong. <laughs> no, ping pong was a Wii Sports Resort. Oh yeah. really? God, what was the other one? That's lame. I can't remember what the other one is. Anyways, but this is a bare minimum game. It's just. And they're charging fifty dollars for something that came free with their console, their old console, seven years ago. I don't know, like I would have, you know, I, I would have understood if uh, they just released this type of package, say digitally, individual, you know, for like ten bucks a piece. That's what they're doing. Buy what you want. Yeah, that's that's I can understand that because uh, they want to have give customers the choice. Oh, okay, you didn't like some of these other ones here. You could just pay ten bucks for this separate mini game. I know for a fact that uh, when the Wii came out, and a bunch of the people that bought the Wii for only Wii Sports and stuff, they only played maybe uh, maybe a couple of the yeah. games. The most predominant maybe being baseball or bowling. Oh, bowling but... was the fifth one. That's the one we're missing. Yeah, the bowling yeah. was. Uh, I thought the bowling was pretty good, was fun, honestly. Yeah, so but but you I know, hated, what, when you're going... I hated playing bowling on my game. That's because you suck. <laughs> Go when... on. Well, oh, yeah, because really... I could I could bowl a two fifty, but in that game somehow my two fifty went to thirty. Yeah, it all really depended upon like the angling and stuff with the thing too. But the thing about the Wii Remote in general before the Wii Motion Plus add on is it may have been somewhat accurate though, but uh, you know it's a pointer. It was a motion thing. It wasn't entirely that accurate. Yeah. But uh, the thing about it is they're they're re releasing this. I'm probably thinking they're probably going to uh, release uh, a physical proponent where this Wii Sports thing is going to be 50 bucks HD with leaderboards and uh, various other shit, obviously. But the thing about it was, you have to think, when Nintendo finally did release Wii Sports, they actually released it for $20 yeah. separate from the thing. Now, if you're a consumer, why in the hell are you going to repay... 50 bucks for a game that was not only packaged with the game, like with the Wii, and you probably already have, you know, that you probably got for the Wii. You probably still have it. Why are you going to, yeah, you, you probably yeah. still have it, you know. So, the only way I could see this being remotely beneficial for Nintendo is for the people that 
for one, just want maybe a few games or so, or hey, if you have the option, you can buy all of them together for 50 bucks. Is the Wii, Wii U backwards compatible? Yeah. With Wii, yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and, uh, that just took the argument out for me. Well, like, yeah, we're talking about a seven-year-old tech demo. This is all it is. They want it, they want fifty dollars out of out out. I can't get I yeah, just can't get past that if, price point. If it's backwards like compatible, you're just paying for the upgrade. HD upgrade. And it's not like, but like we're not talking about like going from like Wii to PS4 though. It's like the Wii, the Wii U. It doesn't have terrible graphics, but it's, it, it, it's going from uh, the Wii to first year 360. Oh no, it's better than that. It ain't. I mean, I. It's better than first year 360, in my opinion. It's like on par with say like uh, the early goings of maybe like the maybe like the mid stride of what the PS3 had. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it can it can do 1080 graphics just fine. It's just not a lot of the developers just want to it, develop well, 90, the games. Ninety percent of the games for, the con- for Wii U though are cartoony, so you can't really you're not going to see like these super realistic graphics games on the Wii U. That's not what they go for. They go for the, like the cartoony, family-friendly, and stuff like that kind of games. That's a completely different market. It's kind of hard comparing 360 games to Wii you games. You know, you say cartoony games, and that goes back to that brings me back to Kingdom Hearts. I'd probably pay, pay, uh, buy a Kingdom Hearts game on the Wii. Wii yeah, I would most likely yeah. too. Especially, Exclusive, yeah. it's that type of franchise. But I, I view it this way. Nintendo is very much stuck in like the traditional way of what they've been doing since pretty much the NES came out. And since the industry has continued to evolve and you have companies like Microsoft and Sony that are doing their own different directions, which are pretty much almost nearly the same, <laughs> you have people that want to go to like the newest things and stuff with Microsoft and Sony, what they're doing with their consoles, with their online services, and then you have the people that just don't want to conform or maybe don't even want to do things new. They want to stick to what okay. they know with tradition. So, so you're stuff. saying uh, Nintendo's a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird way to put it, but no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Political formats. That's that's funny. I don't even know much about politics. Yeah, I, I avoid that stuff. It just irritates me. <laughs> I do too. I'm I'm an anarchist, so uh, like no no government is the best government for me. So right. well, we're not gonna talk politics. That's boring. <laughs> yeah. You hear this week? Uh, I can do it. Yeah, let's not do it. Let's not go there. I don't know. It's like oh, our next topic is kind of political. Okay, we, we can go on okay. to the next one. Um, I'm, I'm assuming this is a topic you're discussing because there's a few in here. Um, a few of you might have, I know Knuckles went to Grand Theft Auto 5, went to a midnight launch, and there's quite a few people on Facebook and Twitter talking about there, I, you know, that we saw that, or at midnight launches, and midnight, it was Monday night, and people saw eight-year-old kids there with, with their parents, and the parent was buying the game for their kid on a school night. Buying them Monday night school night, and my my midnight release was at a bar. That's awesome. At a yeah. bar, yeah. Wow. It was at a bar. The event was held outside, like this, the outside sitting area. So technically, they could get in, but technically, uh, not supposed to. Yeah. And uh, it was like kids sitting at the bar, sitting at the table in front of me, her mom, uh, his mom, sorry, uh, is 
sitting there on her tablet. You can tell she's tired. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing at a midnight launch at a bar with your kid for a game that's... Yeah, really? Main, the, the name of the game is a uh, felony. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Really? I don't know. The, and it's like, what's with parents nowadays? Like, personally, I know uh, I would have loved it if my mom had taken me to midnight launch for San Andreas. <laughs> or any game for that matter, but that never happened when I was a kid. Yeah, well, no, not I mean, my mom. Did that happen yeah. to either of you? No, but I mean, for let's we could talk a little more about the kind of buying games for kids. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, like my parents, I mean, I had Grand Theft Auto when I was 13 or 14, you know? I mean, Grand Theft Auto wasn't around when I was five, you know? But yeah, Well, it, yeah, technically it was. But, yeah. yeah, that's true. With PlayStation, but we're talking about this grant, the the open world sandbox version. The new, the yeah, the ones that are graphic. Yeah, and not got a reason to tell you on the graphics, but oh, but I mean, I think we've all we've all played. We I think we all played the games when we were young. We didn't have my parents weren't like super strict about me playing certain games or things of that nature. They they knew I was smart. I mean, they knew I was smart enough to. To, wow. to com- you know, comprehend what I'm doing when I'm playing. My parents wouldn't... You know that, as a 13-year-old, you knew that it was, it was a game when you're not supposed to do this when you go out. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I, mean, we're not, I don't know, I just... We've talked about this before. I I don't have a problem with... I mean, I, I'm not going to sit there and, you know, tell parents what they can and can't do, but I think five is a little young. I wouldn't have a problem... If, if, I'm just thinking of myself, if I... Well, the kid was... The kid at the bar was probably like eight. Yeah, and that's maybe. just ridiculous. I mean, you should, first off, it's at a bar. Second off, it's a school night, and you're third off, you're buying them a game for that's made for seventeen older people. To me, it's just like I'm just trying to look at this. If I was, had if I had like, a, as that as that kid, I would have loved it. But... Yeah, as that kid, yeah, you could be the, give me the coolest kid in school on Wednesday because you aren't going to school Tuesday. But right, I mean the stay because you're going to be quote. Tired. Yeah, well, and then you you know you have the coolest or you have the coolest sick. mom in school because she lets you stay home and play Grand Theft Auto. But I mean, as right. I'm just looking at from if I had a kid that was, I mean, say eight years old, I wouldn't I wouldn't let him play it. I wouldn't even know if I want him around me while I'm playing the game, you know, or if I'm right. doing if I'm playing the game, I might, I'm just maybe let, maybe let him like drive around or something. I'm not going to do all the crazy aspects of the game. Yeah, you turn off the subtitles and you turn off the sound, yeah, just, music, and shit. Just drive around these stupid, you know, whatever. But I don't know. I, don't know, I just maybe if, if if I had a twelve or thirteen year old and this game was out, if depending on how they were personally, I I wouldn't have. I don't think I'd have a problem with them playing it, honestly. Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, but I, I wouldn't take them to a them. freaking midnight launch to the game. I would freaking at a bar. I, I, I probably. That. I wouldn't take them to the midnight launch. I'd probably be at the midnight launch without the kid. Yeah. Uh, but if I could make it, I'd, and the kid wanted a game and I didn't want it, I'd pick him up after. I pick the kid up after school, take him to the game shop, and then bring him home. Yeah. And, but, yeah, it's, I don't understand. It's like, um, um, there's just first off, it's just like, people are just too. I don't, know, I don't want to say stupid. I mean, it's their own decision. I don't. I mean, there's no yeah. study to show that them a kid playing Grand Theft Auto at five or playing games like that of that nature at five will make. At least I know there's no huge study out there that shows that they become 
you know, murders or anything out in the future. Oh, but the media. Thinks oh yeah, so. I mean the me- uh, the media. <laughs> well, yeah, let the media think so. You know, let them think that. I mean, yeah, come on, but, I was uh, playing. I was playing games like Mortal Kombat at the age of yeah. five, and I didn't grow up to be I, a serial I, killer. I, I've told I've told this through on the on the podcast before, but my dad bought me Resident Evil. When I was five years old on the PlayStation. What? Yeah, I played that game when I, I remember my dad bought it when it when it first came out for the PlayStation. Uh, Resident Evil. We, like, we, I sat there with him and played the game with him and everything. I watched him play it. I don't know. It's just. Oh, my dad wasn't there playing it. I was. That was for me, my old, little older, slightly older sister. Oh my and, god! Uh, it was like that game's opening scene where they're running into the mansion, getting chased by the dogs. Yeah. God, scared the shit out of me. Then you take control over Chris or Jill, and then you have to go into that cutscene and find your teammate getting eaten by a zombie, and then the head, the zombie, like, slowly comes back up and then slowly turns around. Oh my gosh. Oh, God. Five-year-old Knuckles must have shat bricks that day. Five-year-old Knuckles never may have passed that mission. (laughs) No, I'm just getting back to what we were talking about, though. It's just... But uh, I don't know, it's 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 a it's a sensitive topic to talk about, really. I mean, there's everybody's yeah. got their own opinions on it. I just, I mean, you look at there's probably kids, you know, our parents, or not, well, not really our parents, but I mean, we're kind of in that generation where we're like the first people to grow up with video games. You know, maybe like the people in the 30s and yeah. older in their mid to late 20s and stuff like that. Are kind of, and those guys, you look at, and, and you look at a lot of people but... around that age. You know, there's a lot of, I know a lot of really great people that played games when they were younger, that played violent games I when do. they were younger, and they're yeah. yeah. But I also want to say, uh, like before you, before you finish, uh, the games when we were younger aren't the same games as when they the kids are. That's young, true. Na- are now yeah, that's about uh, yeah, that's very Grand true. Theft, Grand Theft Auto Vice City was the, probably when I, the youngest when I played. Uh, Vice City had nothing compared to what Grand Theft Auto Five has. Yeah, that's about it. I was I was playing a mission in Grand Theft Auto Five earlier, and I was like, yeah. I switched characters over back to what's his name, Franklin. Yeah, he, he's right. He's relaxing in a strip club, and I was like, no big deal. He's at a strip club. And, you know, as a joke, I got a private dance. <laughs> Full frontal. Oh, what? Yeah, no blur, nothing. You can see the tits and everything. You know what's well, funny? I, well, I think. Oh, okay. Maybe she had the her little thong on, but like the top was off, and you could see everything. I could just imagine a mom just sitting down and uh, after getting that kid that game. And then just watching as uh, he does that switch over to that exact same scene. It's like, what the hell did I buy? <laughs> it's bound to happen. Yeah. But uh, seriously, yeah. that is just funny. Just I'm waiting for a news thing. article. It was like, parent raises stink over GTA 5. Yeah, I don't know. And it's stupid to listen to when, when, I mean, there's ratings. I don't know. It's It's been talked about a thousand times. You know, Parents get mad about these kind of games, but they have ratings on them for a reason. And on the back, it clearly states why. It has yeah, and it's just, like, but they buy it for them anyways, and they get mad at the. I have ripped. Like, for... I have ripped right in front of me. It's rated teen. Turn back. Alcohol reference. Blood. 
foul language and violence. Yeah, oh, it, like, yeah, it just comes to that certain perception by parents, like, oh, it's a video game. It shouldn't have these type of nudity or this type of violence or this. Yeah, man, you know, have it's they just played that Leisure, Leisure Suit Larry? Yeah, I know. That's about. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just been something that we've talked. It's been we've talked about before. And been, or Playboy the video game. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Ugh. Remember that original? Remember that game for the, the guy the, game? Yeah, that's the what we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> remember, remember when we used to work at a game store? We like there was no the adult only version of GTA San Andreas. Yeah, with the, with the oh coffee. my god, that's that was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that hot coffee mod. I don't know. It, it, it's like I said. It's something that we've talked. We've talked about it before. Everybody's talked before. Just parents need you know they buy this for their kids and then they get mad at the developers for making this game. But when it says on there, it's not the kids. No. It's they don't want to blame themselves for something. They need someone to blame. Which you know, just like the media always blames video games when somebody brings a gun out and shoots. No one does. No one decides to blame the parents. No one blames the parents. Maybe it's nobody. Maybe no. it's nobody's fault. You know, maybe it's just somebody just snapped one day. And With, it's, or, you know, whatever. You know, it's yeah. Just, it's it's, a, it's something I don't really want to talk about so much because it's sensitive. Thing, you know, one thing we could say can be taken. I don't know. It's it's just yes. someone needs. To, there's always you always need to find someone to blame, like and the media always chooses like, yeah. video yeah. games. It's just kind of the go-to thing. Video games, and we all not and all movies, of the hard, not yeah, not comic books and not TV shows. Video yeah, games. it's just like and all of us start whenever we see something like this happen, like. We always think, okay, when's the media going to start put, blaming video games? Like, oh, this person played video games. Well, everybody, to a point, plays video games. You know, I, I guarantee you 90% of people in, in America in their 20s, from their probably their, their teens to their late 20s, I would guarantee you 75 to 80% of those probably play video if you games. Have, if you have an iPhone, you're probably going to play video yeah, games. Yeah, I mean, even, I'm just saying, like, have a console at home of some sort. They all have, I guarantee you, most of the people, most of the people. I wouldn't go to 90%. Well, no, I'm saying maybe like 70, 75%. Maybe not have a 360, but they have a PlayStation 2 or something in their house, you know? It's like, I don't know. I just, everybody plays video games or they know somebody that has a console and they can play, I don't know. Yeah, just it's uh, it's just so stupid to blame something that hundred million people do, and then you know maybe four and occasionally one yeah makes a couple times a year somebody goes out and just stupid does something stupid and then they blame it. I don't know, but anyway I don't know that's enough of that topic I'm I'm getting irritated, so let's stop talking about that one. Now, would you say you're getting irritated enough to kill somebody? No. Maybe Knuckles, but I'm always here. I'm always in the mood to kill Knuckles. That has nothing to do with video games. Easy there. Nothing to do with Knuckles, or nothing about to do with video games. And me killing Knuckles, just mainly me wanting to kill Knuckles. Kill him! We gotta kill him! One of these days. I could I could make a joke there, but I'm not going not to. I know. So let's move I on know. to our next topic. All right, what do we want to talk about, guys? Uh, well, do you have I, that right? what don't you have a story to tell us, Jack? Yes, I was just about to get into it and stuff. Well, anyway, you get into hey, it. Hey, 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 Jack! Don't you have a story to tell us? <laughs> tell us a story. Okay, okay. Let me Jack, just start off from the beginning. Time with Jackie, Jackie boy. Yeah, the Jock of Hearts has got a story. Now sit down, shut up, and enjoy the ride. Ooh, well, I'm, I'm getting closer <laughs> to my computer. <laughs> okay, a few weeks you ago do that I was while talking. I take my headphones off. <laughs> okay, so the setting is this. 
I'm at my workplace, just talking with my coworker like a few weeks back. We were just talking back and forth, just uh, about random things with animals, and uh, my coworker, my coworker, was just talking to me like about this uh, this particular moment, like him and his friends, like are in Las Vegas or something like that, and uh, they're driving around in this car. Now his friend's driving, and uh, there's a passenger. They have one of his other friends is like a passenger. He's wearing this big old cowboy hat. Well, the friend driving has this particular type of bird, this little parrot, right, that uh, loves to talk, loves to sing, and blah, blah, blah. My coworker's in the backseat of the car, just not doing anything, just relaxing and stuff. So as the car ride keeps going on, the little bird just keeps on just walking forward, walking forth. He just starts progressively getting, just crawling up the guy in the passenger seat. And, uh, before you know it, the bird is on the top of the guy's hat, right? In the middle, then on, in the car. So the bird just edges itself closely, just on the brim of the guy's cowboy hat, looks down at the guy, the guy looks up at him, and the bird says, clear as day, say hello, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> And after he said that, his friend had to keep, <laughs> had to restrain himself from laughing so bad, just just try not to just veer off the road, because it was just so hilarious, just the way the birds said just casually. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my story for this week. <laughs> that was a good one. I thought, was gonna, I thought maybe the, the parent was going to fly off with the hat and they never saw him again. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking That's a of, sad uh, story. I was thinking oh, of the whole, you know how you, a lot of people like get out of the sunroof in Vegas, like when on the yeah. Vegas Strip. I was imagining what he's, what, uh, Jack. No, not Jack. Uh, Ginger Boy <laughs> says, like, he fly for the hat, but the guy sticks his, uh, sticks his hat out of the sunroof and, uh, say hello, little <laughs> Is like say hello, little motherfucker, and then uh, flies off. <laughs> that would have been so much better. Or if it's like something like they say they're in Vegas, they try to go under an incline or something. The guy pops his head up or something. The sunroof, and all of a sudden the bird just gets caught in the middle of a sign or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh-huh. All right. Um, so should we go in this guys? Uh, do you want to? Okay. We can save the other topics for uh, next week. All right, let's see. Do we uh, have any type sure. of uh, shout-outs no. or anything like that? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Not that I didn't see anything on oh, Facebook wow. or Twitter. Well, you know what? I think I'll just do a couple shout-outs just uh, for the sake of shout-outs. Of course, the, oblat- the oblatory. Oh, hey, Cassie. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, here's your shout-out for the week. And, Pikachu uh, still sucks. <laughs> no, she's gonna be all up in that. Uh, what is that Pokemon that they just uh, showed? It looks like a. Uh, it's a mouse that looks sort of like Pikachu, kind of like a deer mouse, sort of. I don't know, but anyway, what I should really get into is my obligatory wrestler of the week. So for this week, since you know I have not written really. <laughs> interested like uh, in checking up like a lot of the niche wrestlers I'm just going to go ahead and just uh, list one random wrestler from the top of my head who okay mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. let's see just going for now and... 
<laughs> no, but that's awfully tempting. I'm going to go ahead and you. say... <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just say Sting. We'll just go ahead and just uh, talk a little bit about Sting. You, you say Sting, that reminds me of that time he he was in the crowd with a Sting mask. Yeah. And then he just slowly reveals the Sting mask to reveal Sting's face paint. I remember that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just getting that funny image now. Uh, well, for anybody who's listening at home or wherever you are, Sting was a professional wrestler that began pretty much inside, I think it was AWA or some, I'm not too sure what, but he wrestled predominantly inside the WCW for years until its eventual buyout from the WWE. And uh, his first gimmick was pretty much like uh, like a typical face. He had this bleach blonde hair, this like this low like haircut. He had this green and white face paint, and he was predominantly like the, dude. the main... This, it was kind of like a surfer dude, yeah, but uh, he still had a scorpion print on his leg. It wasn't until the mid-90s when the NWO arc started going forth was uh, Sting. They wrote out Sting of the storyline just to have him come back like months later as sort of Crow Sting, sort of. Mm -hmm. Because during that time, the movie The Crow was very popular since that just came out. And so they have Sting dress up in this black overcoat. He has his uh, face paint, black and white, pretty much how the way Sting is known now. And uh, he, he like tormented like the NWO for like a better part of a year, you know, just uh, going forth, just you know, taking out random guys like Hogan and at that time like say Hall, Nash, and stuff. He would use. Moves like his stinger splash, where he would just like do a typical body splash or so, like inside the quarter of the ropes. His finisher like ranged from week to week, so he would be doing like the scorpion death drop or like the the sharpshooter, or as he would call it, the scorpion deathlock. From that time period, he <coughs> didn't speak very much because they wanted to personify. Oh, okay, this guy's tough. Okay, who is he going to align himself with? He's going to align himself in WCW or with the NWO. There was this particular segment that Neither. I was watching. Yeah, there was this particular segment that I was watching last week where it's like, oh, okay, it's like the, everybody assumed that Sting joined the NWO because he let Hogan, like, hug him and all this other shit. But then, then at that pay-per-view that Sunday, Sting just took out, like, dismantled the NWO. So for, uh, for the later part, well, Sting... Sting right now is just doing just random crap in TNA, but it's he's like a part of the Aces and Eight, not Aces and Eights, but the Main Event Mafia. I don't know why I thought that other tandem, but no, Sting in TNA is not like what it was with the old WCW days. It was, but the last few years he's it's uh, <laughs> yeah when he transformed into like a Heath Ledger type of Sting. No, it was more was of the not... Jim Carrey uh, as Joker kind of Sting. I thought it was like sort of like uh, a Joker, like Heath Ledger Joker. Well, he type went of Joker, but it was more up. like Jim Carrey from like Batman Returns, kind of like goofy, over huh. the top kind of guy. Hey, went oh. Joker mixed with Riddler. I guess. I mean, I didn't really watch those arcs. I just saw him look like that uh, same Joker from Heath Ledger's like <laughs> Dark Knight. You know? Yeah, but yeah, he had like, uh, like the Dark Knight. He had the the face paint of like. Joker from Dark Knight, but he acted more like the poor, like, like 
uh, greedy uh, face paint. Yeah, but then he kind of acted more like, like he acted that. like Jim Carrey. Would act. like if Jim Carrey was the Joker, that's how you think it would. No, be. Jim Carrey was. the I know that, but I said Jim Carrey was the Joker. Kind of, kind of imagine. I think I get it. Yeah, imagine, yeah. Anyways, if Jim Carrey played the Joker, yes. gotcha. Well, anyway, guys, that should wrap up the Wrestler of the Week. Next week should be something kind of interesting. I'm going to go ahead and research a little bit upon the, the nicheness of the next wrestler. All right. I'd but until then, just look for forward. The... You heard of this guy, Hulk Hogan? I, <laughs> I, I heard he was pretty big. Yeah, I think he already did. <laughs> he, he had a little decent run in the 80s, I think. You should go with the Four Horsemen. Who? The Four Horsemen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ole Anderson, Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, Woo! and uh, oh boy. Oh god. Yeah, I'm going to save something like that for another podcast. That's, that's an entire discussion in yep. itself. So that, but that should about. Do you have any um, shout outs, Knuckles? Knuckle? Shout out to the fans who listen. And uh, please share everything. Yes. Get us, help us get us out there. Holy shit, just share it with your friends. Come on. And, like, you know, maybe, maybe leave a review on iTunes. Yeah, we need some love. We're lonely. <laughs> Haven't had when attention in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, if you like the show, you know, tell some people. And then maybe leave us a review. Appreciate that, guys. Um, but anyways, that should about do us for this week. Episode 15 of the Trunk Dash Trunk Podcast. I was Ginger Boy. I was Knuckles. And I'm the Jack of Hearts. And we'll see you douches next week. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 <laughs>